T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. It's time for Between the Pipes with Andrew Raycroft. Hey, let's go. There's going to be a lot of traffic on the way to the game. Ah, uh, don't worry. I got Bruins plate. People get out of my way. Au revoir. Have a good game. Great plates. I want them too. Are you even old enough to dry? Presented by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow on WEEI. Oh, let's talk some hockey. Good Lord. Feels like forever that the Bruins have been off, right? Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotlines, our buddy Andrew Raycroft. He is brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food and flowers. By John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow. And by Frank's Red Hot, visit franksredhot.com for great hockey and football watching recipes, Let's frank it up. Let's go to the Harbor One Hotline. Razor, good morning. How are you? Good morning, fellas. I'm great. You? Uh, we're good. We're just um, bored. Well, we're, we're bored. Yeah, we're we have no hockey. We're missing the Bruins. Yeah, it's really we? what it comes down. I mean, to. I know what to talk to you about, Razor. Like, well, what do? How was your weekend? Like, what's your week been like so far? Like, I mean, have you have you fought with anybody? Have you stolen any flowers? Uh, I mean, what, what, tell me a good story, Harbor, before we start. Go. <laughs> I what I do have to get flowers, I, and I always do flowers before Valentine's. Like I refuse to do it on yeah. Valentine's Day, but so so yeah, I've got to get out and get those done before the weekend. Um, Bean pot on Monday, that was exciting. Okay. There was some hockey, so I, I did that. I at least had something to do. But but I'm with you guys. I'm I'm quite bored and uh, not much going on. I, I just went to the grocery store and got groceries, <laughs> and, and now I'm going home. <laughs> Is this the longest break that they have had? And like, I feel like this is the longest break they have had in a long yeah. time. It's yeah, well, yeah, because we haven't had Olympics, so so they have they have put these four day, five day breaks in, which is the absolute best thing that happened, and one of the best things in the CBA. Um, but they put it beside the All-Star break. So what, what a luxury for those guys. I know we talked about it last week to, to get away this long. They're back on the ice today. But, no, they haven't had a break this long since probably 18 when they went. Did they go to the Olympics in 18 or maybe even 14? So it, it's been a long time. So, Razor, these older bodies getting cranked up again. If you're Jim Montgomery, what's the fine line of allowing these guys to rest but also – trying to reacclimate everybody back into being able on Saturday, hit the ice on the first period and look the way they did in the de facto first half of the season. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll have a competitive practice here today and tomorrow. I would imagine there'll be a lot of battle drills, a lot of compete, a lot of in front, just to get the body acclimated to that. 
the the other good news was the break's so long. I'm sure the guys kind of got a little like they got into the weight room. They're probably back. Guys with kids are around. They they didn't stay away for the whole time. Um, so so they'll be ready to go. But again, the next today's practice, tomorrow's practice, it'll be a lot of of pace and and not just. Uh, in, in football reference, pads. I, the, the pads will be on for a couple days mm. here just to get everybody going. So one of the stories that, uh, God, I felt like was getting a lot of attention, it almost felt like it was going to be finalized, was the was the Pasternak New Deal. And now it seems like there's they've agreed on money and terms, but there's just a couple things that are, like, holding it up. Do you know, have any idea what those are or what that could be? Uh, I have no idea. Um, they, they, it, is a, it is a tight the locked uh, gossip box over there up in warrior offices at this point, I think stuff's getting out a little bit because of just how much interest there is in this deal. It's the, the real big only deal in in the NHL that, that everyone's looking at. So I, I don't know. Listen, there's a lot of complications. There's a lot of things that a lot of small little eyes, small little T's that need to be, dotted and crossed to get this big deal done and uh but but i would assume the more positive news the closer it's getting that's that's much more positive than had we you know they're not even talking so the good news is they're getting there and um hopefully it'll be a a nice announcement out in the middle of nowhere when it would be real good to be today like we're bored right so why not do it this week and then get them back in the news cycle before the Super Bowl. Well, Razor, there's also (laughs) the, you know, a lot of people worry about, hey, if that pasta deal, the further we get into the season, the closer we get to the playoffs, everybody starts to get nervous about it and say, hey, is it a distraction? Is this where having a veteran roster who've been through some of what David Pasternak has been through keeps it from being a distraction? Or is it just inevitable that because he is so high profile – that other guys are going to be either thinking about it or at least aware as to where they're at with pasta. Well, I, I think that, yes, the veteran leadership, I, I mean, Patrice and Brad, these guys aren't going to worry about it. Uh, but I think even more so is just how good the team's been. I think the the fact they've been so historic through the first half of this season, they're so good. Everybody's Stanley Cup and bust now. Where so so it's been able to take some of the pressure off the signing. If they were 500, or if they were just inside the playoffs, everyone's saying, "Well, should they trade them? Should they get assets? Do they have to rebuild?" Da da da. None of that's happening because of how good they are. And no matter no matter what happens in the next couple of weeks, the Bruins are going for it. They're not worried about the signing of them. There's no trade deadline talk. Should they get assets for David if they don't resign him? No. They're going to win a Stanley Cup right now, and David Pasternak's as big of a piece as any to do that. So I think that's been the the focus, and, and that's been helpful in this process. That we're all looking at just how amazingly good the Bruins are, and not wondering if David's going to resign or not. Here we go. Turn my mic on there. Uh, do you think uh, <laughs> we we were talking about how connected the Celtics are? And I just remember, like, the, the good teams that were on, I, I, I kind of, you know, realistically, I think I've, I liked everybody for the most part. Like, was there a guy that you just didn't like? Like, and, and if it was, like, who was it and why? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're on teams for sure that, you you know, I do I really need to, like, call? I don't really – there's definitely guys that you were annoyed by by the end of the season or you, you especially – and what comes first, chicken or the egg? Is it is it the losing that makes you annoyed with guys, or is it the winning that makes you 
or are you already annoyed and that's why you lose? I, I think in pro sports it can be a bit of both. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but, but those teams, you, you, you do go into the season liking everybody. Then you have a six-game losing streak, and you kind of hate everybody at that point. Um, but so, so, no, there's no, like, big-name guys that, that I, I didn't – like or but yeah, but as as, like a, a, as a goalie, as a goalie, um, like now, listen, don't get mad, no disrespect, which probably means there's disrespect coming. Would the would the <laughs> you are, did this a couple weeks? Ago. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm curious by it. it; intrigues me. Yeah, like, is yeah. is is uh, would the goalie be considered like in the same like you know uh, you know as wheelhouse oh, as a kicker? Oh. Wait, wait, is no. it like you know? Wait, because kickers are well. What are you you're doing? you're. Well, wait, listen, will you stay out of this? This is like this is educational for me. Well, I want to know. Oh, this is athlete to athlete. Well, Here no, it's just, I'm just like listen because you uh, separate workouts, different regimen. Like you're 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 a you're a player, but you're not really you know like you know. You kind of stay in one section. Like, explain no. it to me. Goalies oh, make no. the Hall of Fame. Kickers don't. I'm just saying, yeah, like, there is a different started, There is a separation between players, and, and I'm just curious if it's the same. Yeah, it is. There is a separation, but it's more starting picture compared to everybody else. Okay, there you it, go. It, well, thank you. There we go. Yeah. So what was wrong with that question? Because I know, I, and, and Razor, <laughs> Fourier just said to me, what was wrong with that question? I know how he thinks about kickers, and I thought yeah. he thought about more. I thought he thought more of you <laughs> than to ask that question. Wait, I did, wait, see, don't let him get between us, Razor. Okay, he's, <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to like start something. There ain't nothing. I'm, I'm just curious. Razor his flowers. Just the flower bandit is giving flowers why are we selling this <laughs> well you're, you're like of all the things like go to a golf like something you hey i said no disrespect yeah that yeah, doesn't that cover it right. what are you gonna oh, tell him what are you gonna tell him bless his heart R- razor doesn't that protect <laughs> me like if somebody says hey no disrespect like it's it probably it's saying i'm gonna say something stupid i don't know how to really correctly say it so if i you know i say this to my wife too if i say it like the wrong way like don't get mad at me it's curious. Yeah, how does that go with your wife? Well, we're still married. Second, <laughs> second one though. Second one. Well, we're still friends. We're still friends. <laughs> right, we're married. We're not friends anymore, but we're still married. Uh, Razor, there are uh, multiple people in our Twitch chat who are a little upset with you over your comments about Jeremy Swayman and Linus Allmark and their hugging after victories. Is there anything upon reflection that you would like to add to that as it not being one of your and, – and I don't know. How would you clarify or back up your comments about the goalies hugging after wins? Well, yeah, the station's leaning into this a little bit. And, and of course, I'm on that – John Jones' show twice, and, and this happens right away. So, I'm – you know, we've – listen, I, I, it, I don't understand it. I think that's like the way of saying it. I don't hate it like Jones hates it. I don't hate. I don't hate anything. I don't, who can hate as much as as Jones does anything? So I don't hate it. Uh, I just don't really understand it because we've talked about this. The the, the compete uh, of that position. Only one guy gets the net. Those two guys are the nicest humans I've met in hockey. They're unbelievable guys. They do genuinely get along, and, and they genuinely can hug. I just know it that. It's never happened in the NHL before. It's not happening anywhere else in the NHL right now because the position is so competitive. So I think I should have said I don't understand it rather than saying uh, no, I don't. But it was just an easy answer. So totally I, I fine. That's, 
clarified. What's no, that? you're and you're a goalie, and you're one of the nicest hockey people that I know. Now, the only other one I might know is Jaffe, but nevertheless. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a low bar, right? Uh, uh, so, yeah, Razor, yeah. I, 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 uh, people are saying, how are we going to do the tickle trunk this week? I guess we really can't, unless you want to put the All Star game in the tickle trunk. Well, that that that's uh, that's you know what? Let's just not even. Let's pretend the All Star Game didn't happen. Let's just <laughs> like put that one complete. Oh man, it was a tough that that skills competition. Was What'd so you think of the Happy watch. Gilmore uh, little uh, skit so, with the poster? Like, we need to go. Like, if if anyone's like kind of curious, and you guys like go back to the two thousand NHL All Star Skills Competition, where guys went all out, and it was so much fun. They're trying to score on each other. They're grinding. They're trying to skate as fast as they can. Ray Bork shooting the lights out and accuracy shooting. Like, that meant a lot to him and all those guys. We need to get it back to that. And don't make these guys be actors. David Pasternak has more character and more charisma than anybody in the league, but he's not an actor. You can't put him out there in that kind of a situation. And P.K. Subban's an unbelievable guy. He's so good for the league, and but he's not an MC guy. He's never done that before. So, I just feel like they, they, they overreach and try to put these guys in a, in a light that, that doesn't reflect well. I just want, I want the old all-star game competition where the guys are actually competing. So whatever it takes to get these guys competing just a little bit before injury, uh, that's what I want. So, yeah, let's put all that in the tickle trunk. All right, so I'm going to ask this a little differently than Foyer did. Instead no of doing a no disrespect or bless your heart or anything like that, right? So we know the Pro Bowl did the ridiculous flag football. What would be the hockey version of that, if anything, that the NHL could tap into? Uh, well, the the one good, the cool idea that I, I did read was the guys play soccer prior to all the games like keep up like knockout soccer where you try and knock each other out and don't let it hit the ground like that would be fun to watch those guys because i think they would actually compete at that that's like as competitive as it gets in the nhl dressing room prior to a game like guys really go at each other i think that would be interesting to watch i i suppose that would be as close but but really flag football is just like three on three hockey where no one's trying that that's essentially where they're at already in the all-star game Somebody said deck hockey, but that'd that'd be a big deck, and you got to get in in an arena and might not work. But nevertheless, our friend Andrew Raycroft is always here working with us here at WEEI, whether it's with Jones and Mego or with us each and every Thursday. And, of course, you can catch him on Nesson as well in various roles. Uh, Razor, thank you, friend. We appreciate it. We will uh, catch you next week. Yeah, we'll get to talk hockey. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Who do we got? Who do we got got for the Casey. I think we both have Casey. Who do you have? Yeah, I, I like KC, too. Are they going to run away with it? They'll cover. Okay. All right. I like well, they're that. underdogs, so they should. No. We think they're going to win. <laughs> At least let's hope so. Razor, thank you, brother. We appreciate it. We'll talk All to right. you soon. There goes our guy, Andrew Raycroft, who joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Speaking of the Super Bowl, Foyer and I will continue our preview of that big game that you can hear right here on, on WEEI on Sunday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. No, you don't like this one. What, what? I thought. I, listen, Did I thought he's been doing it. I, I have nothing to do with the music anymore. This is all Terp and his newfound like playlist because it went on this stupid cruise and got ho- and, and whoa, was whoa, able whoa. to hook I, up. It had nothing oh. to do with the cruise. It's I just, all I had cruise. the playlist. This is it's all cruise related music. Cruise you stole it from the DJ at like whatever the Deja Vu at the freaking uh, the Lido deck. Those, you won't like it very much. <laughs> deja Vu on the Lido deck. At Deja Vu <laughs> on deck three. Yeah. On the hey, boat. drink specials. All you single guys out there, come on up to the Lido deck at Deja Vu. Is that we how spin they do the it? tunes? I have no, I have no concept of cruise whatsoever. I will never go on one. All that stuff. Is that what they do? Do they make like the big announcement? No. Like a cross, hey, he's lying. Like, not making it he's up. lying. There isn't like, uh, you know. What do you get? Like something underneath your door Joe that Big says Boys? all the activities. Like, here we got like. Oh, it's you know, all on an app. Oh, yeah, it's got wow. like a daily planner. It's actually pretty cool. You still need the voice. You still need the 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 guy to be. I like, want yeah. the guy. Seven o'clock on deck yeah. three. It's going to be hot tonight. Come yeah. to Club Deja Vu, where <laughs> DJ such and such is spinning your yeah. favorite hits like the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Hey, it's an '80s special. Come back wearing oh, your yeah. neon and your tapered pants and your colored shirts. Hey, for all you moms and dads out there, ditch the kids tonight and come off to the third deck at. 6.45 before you go to bed to be able to dance half of the night away. Yeah. Dance the late afternoon away. On, on what I thought four. was crazy, not to do a whole, like, you know, breakdown no, of Terps no, no. vacation, is no, that he goes can't. on this cruise forever. He got some bootay. Yeah, he got lucky, know. which was amazing, because I didn't think he had it in him. So I'm, Spanish I'm lady or Brazilian? Yes, he re- he understood, like, what his limitations were, and he played, he played to his strengths. Good job, Terp. However, he didn't. He didn't take. Uh, he didn't take any like you know Dramamine or any of those patches. He just jumped on the boat and it was fine. I was gonna say, what do you say? I wasn't really fine. I was walking around here yesterday wobbling. I felt like I was still on the boat. I know, really? but that's. I think that's oh, yeah. normal. But when you were on the boat, you didn't feel like you were getting sick at all. You couldn't even feel. They lie to you on these cruise ships. They say you're not going to feel anything. It's such a big ship. Blah 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 blah. The one time I went on a cruise, I felt every damn little motion of the ocean known to man. So I was like, this sucks. Get me off this thing. I went nuts so to do with the last? cruise. 
Well, I had no choice. We were like, in yeah, you're in the Mexico. middle, right? Which is why you wouldn't get on one of them. No, things I'm in done. The I'll never part. do it again. I'll never do it again. I would actually love to hear someone who is like sort of permanently embedded working in the cruise industry, and like Lanny would walk up to them. And be like, dude, where's the bar? <laughs> and just watch their face of them trying to understand someone who speaks Boston or Malden in this example. You know what Probably I mean? Probably no one. I would. It, it would be awesome. It's like the first time I moved from Western Pennsylvania and somebody called the coach, Coach Barber. But Baba. it can't Baba. I was like, what? Yeah. The uh, what the the giant Baba is my basketball coach. What's going on? <laughs> here? The people on the ship actually work for like eight months straight. Oh yeah, and then get three off or however it works. Oh, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. And then they I go, can't imagine how they feel. And then they go on that show below deck that they uh, that Andy Cohen films for Bravo. Whoa, that's and they a throw different. Those people on there a, for a little while. That's a different type. Like so, the people that he's uh, first of all, everybody on the cruises, they're all from all over the world. No, they're I'm all aware. over the world. Even at Disney World, they have their little name tags, and they'll say, "I'm from here. I'm from this country. I'm from that country." So it's very international. Very international vibe. I'm from Stoughton. <laughs> Dude, what country is Stoughton? <laughs> oh, it's its oh, own place. it's its own place now. Oh, we'll have to, we'll have to uh, bring you there sometime. We will get to the lunchtime parlay coming up in 20 minutes from now. We got a good four-teamer that is uh, got some big return. But the, uh, the Super Bowl is Sunday. You will be able to hear the game right here on WEEI and if you are in the city of Boston on the Odyssey app as well, you'll be able to uh, get the Super Bowl. So if you're one of those people, and I have been there, folks, where you got to work on Super Bowl Sunday, your ability to catch the game is right here on 93.7 FM WEI. Of course, our affiliates as well. And you can get it here in our fair city on the Odyssey app. Yesterday, we did the Kansas City offense against the Philly defense. Now let's flip that around. If you're Kansas City and Steve Spagnolo, their defensive coordinator, Foyer, mm. how are you trying to balance not getting beat on the outside by those wide receivers, but still be functional enough to slow down their run game at the same time? It's it's funny. Okay, so uh, excellent uh, point because all right, so you got nothing but RPOs from nerds. from yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is definite nerd segment. A lot of RPOs with Jalen Hurts good offensive line, and you think about what the Chiefs do. So they play a lot of too high because they don't want to get beat over the top. Which means two safeties back. Yeah. So think of safeties playing back, back, back. No one gets behind the safeties. Yeah. That's which, what you mean. Which means, okay, fine. If I say too high for any offensive coordinator means they don't take the run serious or they're okay getting beat by the run. They'll take their chances on the run. They feel like they have three or four good defensive linemen that they can be double teams. They can be disruptive. So there may be some yards gained, but it won't be of any impact or a real of any high concern for the defense, right? It's almost like, ah, you know, we have a lot of guys back there. You're going to run the ball, but doesn't matter. We're not getting beat over the top. I, I don't know if they can do that. I don't know if they, I mean, I, they're going to have to be selective when they do it. Because, the, of course, like A.J. Brown and uh, uh, who's the other guy? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith with the speed he has and the strength A.J. Brown and has. I feel like he kind of – So that, to me, that's the that's the position I said he's the guy that's going to eat. Really? Yeah, he's the guy that's going to eat because they don't play a lot of – they play a lot of dime. So, it means there's a lot of little guys out there on the field because they have a lot of faith in Chris Jones and their, 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 their uh, Clark. And so they sit there and go, we'll make the plays that matter. 
but we want to make sure we can run sideline to sideline and we'll live or die that way. I think Goddard's the guy for the Eagles that actually makes the biggest impact um, offensively. You know, I wonder about how varied can the Philadelphia run game be? And what I mean by that really is how much will they use Jalen Hurts in the run game? And then where are they going off of that? You mentioned the whole RPOs. Well, there are some that include the quarterback and there are some that don't. I think that's what what people kind of – I think there's a misconception out there, Foyer, that when people talk about run-pass option, that it's automatically the quarterback is the run part of that run-pass option, and it isn't that all the time but it can be if sprinkled in. And to me, that's where I wonder where Nick Sirianni is going to go with it. How much of it, because it could be the double run then pass option, meaning quarterback's reading it, reading it, inside run isn't there, run isn't there for him, pull it back, easy short throw. You have the ability to add to that run, that, that RPO game. How intricate do they want to be? How much can Jalen Hurts handle? And If you are going to run Jalen Hurts, is it going to be sprinkled in here, there, and everywhere? Or is it one series, let's really take advantage of it. They're not going to react right away. We're going to rip three runs for 50 yards, and it will set the tone for the rest of our run game for the day. Yeah, so like or I know, or maybe that's I, too simplistic. Well, no, because like you know, when you talk about the, the RPO, the run, because the R for run is actually two options in one. Nice. Right. Okay. I run it or you run it. Right. And if if I commit to the run, uh, and they're you know, um, either make the right read or that's when you always see the defensive end kind of. Uh, kind of like I don't know when uh, the DN starts to cheat a little, tries bit. to cheat a little bit, or mm-hmm. he tries to like widen the play, kind of force the quarterback to make a decision, and then the then he widens too far, and the and the quarterback just takes it right underneath him, and then all the guards kind of seal off the inside, and he goes for a big chunk. Uh, I th- obviously he's the key, like he is ultimately the key. Chris Jones is a key. How they match up with Chris Jones? Because they move Chris Jones over the center, over the left guard, over the right guard, over the left uh, tackle, over the right tackle. They just move him all over the place. Would you move him to strength of formation, or would you try to lock him in? Like, for me, if I'm coming up with a game plan for Chris Jones and it's possible rundowns, I'm keeping him in between. I'm putting him in the interior. And I know some people are like, oh, my God, what are you, crazy? If you blow up the middle of, of football plays – Normally, regardless of whether it's a pass or a run, if you can disrupt up the middle, you're disrupting the play in general. It, so it, I would only kick him outside if either I know I got a mismatch against a tackle where he's going to rush, or maybe you kind of play him to the strength of formation. But I try to keep him, you know, outside shoulder of the guards in the middle there and let him be disrupted. The one thing I thought was really effed up, really mean. I thought it was really mean that the Chiefs did this to the uh, to the Cincinnati Bengals because obviously the Cincinnati Bengals they were without like three of their five starting offensive linemen mm-hmm. and I remember like for the whole that whole game Chris Jones was being disruptive he was getting sacks and then at the end like I think I can't remember the guy's name but was I think it was the right tackle hadn't seen Chris Jones like all day sure as hell here comes the fourth quarter and then sure as hell here comes Chris Jones yep. And you're like, and I was putting myself in the head of this right tackle that has no previous plays to kind of learn from. 
So the first time he matches up against them is on like a third and seven with an obvious passing situation. Oh. He's got no help, and it's a five-step drop. You're like, I'm, and he beat him right off the right off the jump. I was like, oh, he's he, he doesn't he didn't know what to expect. Chris Jones has been doing it all day, you know. And this guy, this poor guy, just had to sit there and like never knew when it was going to happen. So that's what I think Spagnola is going to do. Like he'll just play it clean and he'll take his chances. But in the fourth quarter. You'll see Chris Jones lined up on somebody that he hasn't seen the entire game. And then they won't be able to chip him or they won't be able to, you know, give a quick help. They'll force whoever the help is to at least pause on the inside just as a presence. Okay. Major nerd segment right now. And then go back out. And by then it's too late. It's too late. He's already been beat. And you can't change the play. And it would take the quarterback to, you know, flop a tight end. Nobody keeps a back. Well, I don't want to say nobody keeps a back in anymore, but normally if you keep a running back in, it is to ultimately release them out in route. So at best, you might be able to have somebody come over and chip to be able to help a tackle if Chris Jones gets lined up out there. But ultimately, you got to win some one-on-one battles. Eventually, yeah, you got to. But it was funny. Like when we used to play uh, Taylor at Miami, or we would play more specifically for Freeney and Mathis with the Colts. Take it back. Small speeds. Okay. Uh, those guys, we would always set the strength to Freeney. No matter what. Or, or even with Taylor. We set it to Taylor. So, And what they started doing is that when we set the strength to them, they would line up and then they would move. So as soon as they identified that the, we were going to double team them, they would move. So we decided, okay, well, this is a whole halftime adjustment. It's like, listen. Um, we're gonna line up in a, a, a an even front, like a like a uh, like you know two by two, with the tight end being that third guy, knowing that we were gonna motion you and move you, so they so we would counter their counter, right? So Taylor, we okay, there he is. I'd go find him, and I'd be like, oh, there he is, and then he'd wait, and then he'd run over there, and I'd wait for him to set, and then Brady would go, and I I'd run over there. The play never really changed, but. The protection was just whoever was uh, was supposed to be manned up automatically had help now. So I would just kind of tap whoever it was. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. So they would know that they have help. So they would change their set. Nerd segment, I know. But to me, that's what you do with Chris Jones. You're going to have to identify where he is. You're going to have to find him. And at some point in time, you're going to have to double team him. So uh, I'm looking at the stats during the regular season. And Kansas City defensively held teams to 107.2 yards per game. That was seventh in the AFC. By the way, the Patriots were a 105.5. So again, take it for what it's worth. Are the numbers reflective of the way they play defense in Kansas City? Meaning, is there are, are they good against the run? Or are they in part only good against the run because they play with the lead so much? That's, that's what I'm part having of it a hard too. time figuring no, out. No, that's part of it too. Um and that's and and that's to be determined. Like usually if you're uh if you have a team that scores a lot of points, it's usually, you know, the passing game that ends up it's like, you know, uh yards from scrimmage that don't really mean anything because they're just playing catch up, right? It's just cheap yards that probably doesn't let you know how good a defense is. The other thing that I thought was interesting is that how many batted balls the Kansas City Chiefs defense have. They have 19 um, batted passes this year. They get their hands on balls. And then, yeah, they love putting their hands on balls. And they got big hands, too. Got it. And they squeeze them. So they could reach 
the balls wherever they're coming out. Yeah, and the next the next best team is has twelve. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's as well with a shorter effective. quarterback. I know, you know, but he's always like he's he usually finds angles, yeah. It's weird. I don't know if he gets it with these guys, but to me, the 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 the, the Eagles have been running over everybody, especially in the postseason. They not only the in volume runs too, right? Even with the and maybe that's a little skewed because. The 49ers had really no offense whatsoever, so why throw it? Why take a chance of the clock stop? You just want to run it and, and, and end the game. So I went to uh, our little NFL site to be able to check some numbers, and I pulled up some of the defensive stuff because I wanted to see where how close maybe Kansas City and Philadelphia were. Philadelphia in yards per game, second in the league. Kansas City was 11th. The difference, though, was only 27 yards a game, right? But some of the other ones that uh, that sort of jumped out to me is that against the run, Kansas City was eighth in the league, and they allowed 4.35 yards per run, which is right in the middle of the league. Philly allowed 121.6 on defense, which is in the middle of the league overall, but they allowed 4.7 yards a play, which is 24th in the NFL. And that, to me, is something that over the course of time, like if you're Kansas City and they're getting an extra yard on every run, and instead of being in second and seven, they're in second and six, which leads instead of being in third and five, you're in third and three. Well, you know, like yeah, that, and it doesn't seem like much, but in reality, for an offense like Kansas City, every extra yard in the run game to me, is almost like getting two yards extra well, because of the quarterback. And also, you also have to assume that they are going to live in four-down territory, right? So third down isn't really third down Got tendencies. It. It's really second down tendencies, and, and fourth down is obviously fourth now, down. Now, is that a only passed midfield, or is that in I, a I, in your territory? Because Who the Bill, hell knows? Yeah, because that's a well Bill, Who knows right now well, with Sirianni? I, honest to God, I would, I, I, I would have no – I couldn't – I think they're – the one thing that coaches do is like they'll call a game a certain way during the regular season, and then they get to the postseason and they get careful and they get you know uh, they get you know safe and they just they don't want to get their ass beat or they want to make sure they're in it to the end, so they they stop you know playing like they that that that, that got them there. Mm-hmm. So I would think that like that's another aspect of it is just okay. Um, we have to live with the assumption that they are going to go for it on fourth down. And it doesn't matter where the ball is or what the situation is. They just may try to dictate terms. My Less biggest thinking equals talent take over, but we need to have systems in place, and we will have systems in place. There you go. Well, there you go. Uh, just quickly, the one worry for me is Kansas City in the red area. They have not been good this year. In the red zone defensively, Kansas City, uh, 31st in the league, 67.27%. Philly 11th in the league at 52.73%. And goal to go, it's even a bigger difference. Uh, Philly's defense was 7th in goal to go situations. Kansas City 24th. So if you're Kansas City and you got the ability on that third down to be a little aggressive, and even if it's just forcing the incompletion for the field goal or whatever, you get in that goal to go red zone area, that's where Kansas City uh, might have their biggest set of uh, problems. Yeah. Uh, very interesting stuff there on the Super Bowl. Again, you can hear the game right here on WEEI. And in the city of Boston, you can listen to it on the Odyssey app. 
Uh, gambling is going to be a big part. Tomorrow we will have all kinds of bets for you. We'll empty the tank in terms of props and sides and totals and things like that. But the lunchtime parlay for you to try to win some money today is next. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. All right, here we go. Flower Thief and Foyer here with you at uh, 1148. That's going to stick, by the way. Uh, we'll see. The Flower Bandit. Let's see if... Uh, Maybe it's seasonal. Maybe it's... There's just right. so, many, so many occasions where you need flowers. Who better to deliver them than the Flower Bandit? I'm telling you. It could be a gimmick. You're right. Hey. You could end up, uh, you know, turning it into, uh, turning <laughs> it in almost like a WWE gimmick in a way. Like one of I those I still deals. can't remember. There was a, the old uh, Dom DeLuise character from uh, Cannonball Run. He had this alter ego that he would turn into, and I cannot figure out what his stupid name is. It was like, I keep thinking of the great, you know, something incognito or something stupid like the that. Great, the I have great. no idea. Are you I can't the, remember what it is. Are you stuck on Richie Incognito? Is that why you say uh, that? Well, it is the Super Bowl. Right, didn't, oh, no, he didn't disappear, did he? Who disappeared? Barrett Robbins. Barrett Robbins. What is? Why do I know Richie Incognito? Was he like, who, what did Richie he do? Richie Incognito was, what did the, he do? Uh, that was that was the Jonathan Martin thing in Miami. Oh, that's incognito right. Incognito was being that's a big bully. Right. And, oh, and then who ended up being and right John on that Martin one? Martin ended up like leaving the league, and then Incognito yeah. played like six more years or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Played which for is, the Raiders, too. Which is also really reflective of the National Football League yeah. and kind of the way, uh, kind of the way things go. Anyway. Let's get to the lunchtime parlay here with Gresham Fourier. And yesterday, two and two. I'm I'm just gonna mention my my game should have been my pick should have been pulled off the board. It should have been there should be a push. Well, even if so, we would have been uh, screwed anyway because Kyrie didn't come through on the over. But I think we we're, luckily we're gonna naturally cool it on Jalen Brown overs because he's out for a while with the broken okay. face. So. In terms of hopefully hitting a parlay, <laughs> he broke his face, or at least that's you know it's got a, a facial fracture. Let's call it. Okay, right, here we go. You want to lead the way? This yeah, time? I'll go first this time. Why don't right. you go first? All right. So let me. Uh, so what do we got we got the uh, the Suns and the Hawks. So the Suns, obviously, big blockbuster trade with Kevin Durant. Uh, I don't think he's gonna play. Obviously, he can't because he's still nursing an MCL. He's got like an MCL sprain. But Bridges isn't gonna play. Cam Johnson isn't gonna play. Booker isn't gonna play. So take the under. So take the under tonight in this game. And the under, what is it, at, at 228 and a half? That's right. All right, so that's what I would take. Uh, Phoenix versus Atlanta, take the under. All right, I'm going to college basketball. Uh, it's a big old Sunbelt battle. Uh, Southern Miss on the money line against Louisiana. There are some trends that work the way of Southern Miss in this spot. Don't trust them enough to cover the number. But give me a Southern Miss on the money line against they are they'll probably be listed on your book as the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. Ooh. They used to be Louisiana Lafayette, and I think they dropped the Lafayette part of it to just try to become the University of Louisiana. Whatever. Go with uh, Southern Miss on the money line in college hoops. Billy, what do you got? Can you believe it? <laughs> I got a trade with you. is at the trade desk. What do we have? All right, according to Shams, Boston is sending Justin Jackson and two second-round picks to Oklahoma City for Mike Muscala. 
Oh, championship. So Mike, what, what position does he play? Mike Muscala. Anybody? Position? Anybody know what Believe position he's he a plays? forward. He's a forward. He Believe is, so. Uh, so Mike Muscala is, well, I, I guess he's a forward big because he's 6'11". Uh, he is, he's making like very little money, which is fantastic. Let me see here. So, uh, Muscala this year with Oklahoma city, he has played, uh, 43 games, started five of them, 14 and a half, uh, minutes per game is scoring 6.2 points per game and, uh, three rebounds. So there is your depth big, right? That's it. There's your... And I think that's about all you're going to get. No, I disagree. You still think there's going to be another buzzer, another horn, what another was sound. The, uh, uh, Billy, there were there were players going in this deal, correct? So Justin Jackson, who... Do people even remember that guy was on the roster? Justin Jackson and two second-round picks. All right, so I don't know what Justin Jackson was making, but uh, is only making $3.5 million. So... Depending on what Jackson makes and the value of those couple of second rounders, this is a pure guess. I don't think they've tapped into a TPE on this, right, Terp? Like it kind no, of no, it feels, doesn't seem it. It doesn't. And now again, I don't know what. I, again, I forgot the Justin Jackson. Let's see Celtics salary here because because um, you know what Fourier. I mean if. Yeah, oh, no. So, Justin Jackson, again, according to uh, what I just Googled, it was a one-year deal worth $2.1 million, and you got to get to 80%. And they will put, I do believe, there will be a monetary value that they'll add for those second-round picks in terms of coming up with the formula. So, I don't think Brad Stevens touched the TPE that he still has in his back pocket when it uh, when it comes to Dennis Schroeder. So this feels like, here's your depth big. Go get this guy from Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City gets more draft picks like they need more of them, for God's sakes. And purely transactional. So you're pretty close on salary, throwing the picks to balance it out, and you still have your TPE and future first-round compensation to give up. Brad Stevens ain't done. That's my prediction. Okay. All right. Ain't done. Well, we still got time. Oh, oh, we do. We still have three hours to go, and we will get the thoughts of Gary Washburn at one thirty on this. All right, uh, we, we had breaking news, so okay. we were in the middle of a lunchtime parlay. Foyer's got Phoenix, Atlanta under two twenty eight. I got Southern Miss on the money line in college basketball. Billy, you were about to give yours, and then breaking news. Hit. Yes, sir. Uh, Bucks are in uh, Los Angeles to play the Lakers tonight. Give me Giannis over thirty three and a half points. Woo! against those new-look Lakers. Terp, what do you got, man? I'm going to take the Bulls on the plus one going to Brooklyn. Who knows who's going to play for Brooklyn? And the Bulls are a better team with DeRozan and Vucevic tonight, so give me the Bulls. All right, there you go. So you add all that up, ladies and gentlemen, and for $10, your return, $105.13. Good luck to everybody. We will get that out on Twitter at Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I, on Twitter. You'll be able to see those picks. Celtics just made a move. They bring in Mike Muscala. They beat the 76ers. The trade deadline's still going on. That's where we pick it up for the lunch hour next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.